1: Trying not to score everything, we <laughs> about 30, 30 threes or something. Yeah, I mean, we kind of felt that. We kind of feed off that energy. This place is amazing. Like, I, I really love, I really love Duke and I love the atmosphere I'm in here. Mark Williams, beast mode. Paolo, first half, he had the cramping stuff. Fair enough. Beast mode.
2: Oh, we're, we're back. we
0: yeah, man. No, no beast mode tonight. Nobody beast mode. Not on um, our team anyway. Yeah, not on our team. Um, <laughs> man. Uh, so a tough one tonight. Uh, welcome back to the crazy cast episode, whatever. Who cares? Episode Big L. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the that number means- is.
1: Bro, this is what kind of <laughs> night it is. This is for the YouTube people. Look, I tried to open the beer and the tab came off, dude. Look at that. <laughs> My shit got caught
0: it's
1: that kind of night night.
0: man shout out to the field of 68 as always yes the title of the youtube um <laughs> uh like the uh, YouTube stream is does duke stink we will address all of that
1: at duke nba um, for that at duke nba
2: yeah,
0: at, at, at at, <laughs> at, duke, at duke, NBA. duke better and at oh, no 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 uh, shut that shit out of here Don't put that a all great me. Co- team collective thoughts um but you know <laughs> you know right. we got a lot to talk about today um again, shout out to the field 68 um shout out to home feed apparel get your free merch uh use the crazy code you know before the holidays um but yeah fellas man a tough one tonight duke got steamrolled don't mind the the fake little comeback at the end that was cute it was great but y'all got smacked tonight um and you know it was a poor performance so uh, Russ, get us started, man. Your thoughts.
1: Ryan really getting vicious with it right out of the game. Hey man, we just
0: gotta be real, man. We just gotta be real, yeah, Come it's on.
1: Bad. I should – so, uh, what's the temperature in the chat? Should I start with like things that might leave me optimistic, or do we just be
2: no mad go for it? Time? We'll just be mad for the first ten minutes at least.
1: We'll just be mad at first. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean. I, I, I'm getting pushback on Twitter for saying this, and I don't know why, but like John got out coached. I mean, he oh, did.
2: Again, again. They
1: they said very straightforwardly in the in the post uh show comment, Musselman was like, Yeah, we uh didn't we decided not to guard Mitchell out there, right? Uh, uh and so then John's response was to not play Mitchell eventually, but uh you know, we we played him a lot. We played him to start that second half, uh, wasn't wasn't a great game for him. We'll talk more about him later. Certainly. Um, You know, we didn't run the sort of thing that we talked about that would help us beat Arkansas. And so like Zion was being derogatory and he was like that little cute comeback at the end. But we talked about how pressuring this Arkansas team, we saw what happened to Arkansas in games before this, because we watched them play. And they struggle against ball pressure, and we have a lot of guards. So why we didn't do that pressure throughout the game, I'm not saying all 40 minutes, but for two-minute stretches here and there, uh, is baffling. I-, I think the two things that really worked for Duke <laughs> – we were talking about this before we started recording – the uh, initial switch to zone, which stopped the bleeding on the fouling entirely. We only had one foul the rest of the first half after that. It allowed TJ Power to play, and he made some big shots, right? So that initial switch, now that we – did we sit in it too long? Yes, right? But the initial switch to the zone really worked, and then obviously the switch to the press worked. So why don't we incorporate more things, especially considering – The shooting against teams that are that are bigger than us, which is true, and more athletic than us, which I think bore itself out tonight, the shooting was not good. We were clearly bothered by the physicality, by the size, by the athleticism. And so the uh, shooting was bad. If your shooting is going to be bad then you have to speed up the game. You have to get buckets in transition. And we saw early in the game, Arkansas doesn't bother to defend in transition. Like we saw us get open layups repeatedly. We had 24 fast break points in the game. That's a third of our points. It could have been more than that, right? But you've got to apply some pressure. You can't uh, keep the game slow. You can't assume we're going to be able to operate out of the half court. So I mean, people are going to throw out, out a lot of things. Like uh, I'm seeing a lot of blaming of individual players. Uh, again, for me, when you're talking about oh, this player isn't doing this, this player isn't doing this, they have a summer with coaches to develop those players, right? Like, so I, I'm not I'm not sitting here and going like every single decision that went wrong is on coaches. Sure, it, players make bad decisions on the floor. Sure. But the player development stuff is an issue. The fact that we won't play fast when it's very clear that we need to play fast is an issue, and those feel like coaching issues to me. So I that leaves me a little alarmed. Again, hopefully John can learn from this. He got better as he went last season. Um, I, is it is it telling that we hired as you pointed it? out? As you pointed out, I think on there like th- this is not we assumed that this team would come in and not be in a bad position where we'd have to like grow over the course of the year. Like we normally have to, we assumed we would be good to go. And I sort of said a couple of times, we're still going to be a really young team. Like minutes continuity is not the same as experience. I mean, we saw that firsthand tonight. So, Yeah, I I don't know other than assuming, as I tweeted, that this is just the sort of thing where we suck in January and it's just happening earlier because we don't play true road games in November very frequently. That's like, that's the the silver lining that I can take is this shit happens to us in January every year and then we'll make a Final Four. (laughs) Maybe if it's happening earlier, you know? And yeah, the fight at the end was good. Assuming that we do that throughout the game, that would be great.
2: So this, I just, this just dawned on me right now. Is it a coincidence that Duke finally just now hired a director of player development this week <laughs> and Justin Robinson, we went, I mean, I get it. Like they're still coaches. They're not like, they're not developing players, but like kind of a weird coincidence that like we're onto our second loss of the season where we just looked out, uh, out talented really. And uh, we have, we finally get a director of player development that, that aside, what are we doing on offense? I, since Shire took over, and it's kind of the same thing with Coach K, it was just kind of iso ball pick and roll. There's no backdoor cuts. There's nobody moving off the ball. And I think, Zion, Here you said it. There's
1: no off ball movement.
2: Yeah, I think, I, I think Zion, you said it, and I might, I don't know who – doesn't matter who said it first, but K could get away with that stuff because you had guys like Paulo, you had Zion, RJ, Bagley, like playmakers that could go out there and do that. When you only have one guy in flip who can kind of play that role at times – you can't, this isn't gonna work. So the fact that our offense is so stagnant and then like Russ, you said, we don't take advantage of of making adjustments with fast breaks and getting easier buckets. There's just not a lot that's going to happen in your favor. That's why Duke's been stuck against good teams the last two seasons in the 70s, in the 60s in some aspects. Our defense is normally pretty good, but the fact that we don't run any sort of offense, and that hasn't changed since Shire took over, is baffling to me, uh, especially with the staff that we have and a younger staff who I'd assume is watching film. They know these guys better than we do Um uh, And and then going back to some of the guys that we're talking about, Tyrese Proctor has played well this year, but offensively and scoring wise, he hasn't taken a step to be an NBA lottery pick that we all thought. And I think that he thought he was going to be Mark Mitchell, not a first rounder in any stretch of the imagination right now. And and he he literally sat the the second half because his offense was a liability. T.J. Power played in his place and we decided to to take the offensive side over defense. And so it's just the development side is crazy to me. and the Ryan Young thing tonight. I'm, I'm just going to bring it up because we didn't get a chance to really see much of him uh, because of the four fouls. I don't know if Shire would have went away from him at all in this game, but he just kind of luckily had to because uh, it's just not a Ryan Young game, in my opinion. I, the only bright the spot crazy thing was, is he
1: was one of the better players when he was on the floor, like because yeah, do, to an extent, he doesn't do dumb shit. Right? It, it's it's
0: debatable it. though. They they attacked him. When he was on the floor.
1: They did. Don't get me wrong. They did. I'm not saying it like it's some high bar to clear or whatever. But, like, on rebounds, he was in position, which a lot of our guys just, like, don't really do. When he's in drop coverage, he generally knows where to stand and is not just letting dudes blow by. Uh, He was playing physical. You know, like, again, I'm not saying that this is a Ryan Young type of game. But, like, when I was watching the game and thinking, like, Boy, if Ryan is one of our better players in this game right now, or at least looks comfortable in this type of game more than other people, then that's not a good sign. Obviously.
2: Y- yeah, do I don't want to turn wrong? this into a Ryan Young like, hate like that, that, that wasn't his game. Whatever, no, play a yeah. lot. The one thing I will say is, I before I kick it back to you is. uh TJ power two or two. I thought he could have shot more. I, I don't know what the hesitancy was in a few of those. He had a couple of what looked like decent looks on somebody when you're like a guy who's coming off the bench like him who's kind of getting hot at the right time. Just start heat checking yourself in my opinion. I get it. It's a different environment. He's a freshman, but would have liked to see a few more shots of him get up there. But uh, yeah, I guess that's the one bright spot and then Flip and and Roach obviously carried the offense and, and flipping the second half as well so that's decent but just like all around this team is struggling and has a long ways to go to get to where we all expect them to be in march i think
0: my 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 quick question to y'all rapid fire is and then i'll give my response what is because i tweeted it what are you grading sire tonight if you grade it like you if you have to
1: grade him i'd like D- d yeah uh, d is probably because yeah. I, I, like he made two adjustments that i liked that helped us out it's just we needed to do a lot more than that we needed to junk it up more consistently and we needed to just be prepared for the type of game that we all knew arkansas was going to play in a game like this yeah
0: so. I, I mean i feel like y'all covered a lot of things me personally i guess you know we kind of harped on shire enough but like the The sophomore class tonight. I mean, aside from I guess Flip's stretch at the end of the game where he he was playing. Um, oh yeah, I will probably give Shire a, a D or two. But um, aside from the stretch, you know, Flip kind of went off at the end of the game. Sophomore class got to be better, man. That's 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 Mark Mitchell. I'm a big Mark Mitchell fan, and I I was a big Mark Mitchell fan because I liked his potential at the four when you know last year we saw he could hit open looks like last year he didn't force threes but when he was open you left him wide open he's shooting he's shooting there man i think he shot with like 35 percent you shoot 35 yeah. that's respectable we, we don't need you to shoot 40 percent but at this point it feels like he's lost his confidence shooting the ball um i saw one point he was wide open to the three uh in the corner um and he was so out of it he was so like discouraged with a shot he he luckily had tyrese next to him tyrese ended up missing the three too but um it's just like if he's becoming essentially if he can't hit an outside shot he's a five so like yeah if we can't play not
2: very big five
0: yeah if we can't play mark mitchell at the four then we can't start mark mitchell so like it's getting very scary to that point and it's early in the season so like I'm not going to go to that risk yet but yeah uh right now he's kind of has to find himself a bit he's lost confidence Tyrese my biggest thing with Tyrese is he doesn't attack the rim with a like I get he's not the bulkiest kid but you're 6'5 yeah, I've seen I've seen Brandon Ingram 150 pounds, 140, all 140, attack the rim at his peak. You're, this is sophomore year. You're, you were supposed to bulk up in the offseason and you were supposed to play with confidence. Like the only – I was tweeted during the game, the only guard who, who attacks the rim with aggression is Jeremy. And, you know, that shouldn't happen. He's the smallest guy on the floor every <laughs> every play. better
1: and for worse with him sometimes too. Ooh, I, yeah. I was grateful he was doing it, but he definitely had some possessions where he had nothing to do and just like – He's like, well, I guess I'm gonna go. And I mean, yeah. it, he was by far the best player tonight, and uh, like Flip had the better stats, but a lot of them were after the game seemed over, right? Like Jeremy was the one making baskets when they counted, and you and know, defensively
2: uh, steals and stuff in the press. He was he was active there too. Yeah, he
1: was active. Uh, look, I, I, I'm I'm the first person to say that Jeremy has had some games, right? But like, this is, this was a game where he showed himself and he showed his value for the team. I mean, he was, there was one possession, I forget where it was, it was in the second half where uh, I think Mark got his shot blocked and the ball was loose and Jeremy was jumping amidst the six, five, six, seven guys on Arkansas and like our guard was on the, wing guard on the wing like flip out there guard on the wing just standing and watching you know what i mean like i I don't know if flip was actually out there i don't want to call him out but like there were there were bodies watching and jeremy was the only one who ran for the ball so like you got to give the guy credit he's got heart and he knows how to play in games like this in a way that clearly even some of the sophomores don't um not yet I, I I think some of the Tyree stuff uh in general people people keep are, are are being irrational in my mentions going like he sucks admit it I mean he's doing on the season like 13 four and six on uh, until tonight reasonable shooting splits tonight was a terrible shooting night like that's mm. a grand right Terrible shooting night for Tyrese Proctor. But, like, going into the game, he was, like, 36% from three, 64% from two, like, 87% from free throw. That might not be exactly right, but it's right around that. He has had a good season. His assist to turnover rate off the charts. Defense, best perimeter defender on the team. He he does struggle with finishing through contact. Uh, Zion's 100% right about that. I also wonder – Wait,
0: wait, Russ, I want to stop you there because – my big my, I wanna uh interject on your 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 overall numbers. Cause I look I thought about it when you said it. I don't think Tyrese has had a good shooting game against a good team. I looked at Arizona, he shot three for nine, one of the six. The Arizona on three. one was bad. And Michigan State, he shot Hard four for twelve. Um, one of five from three. So the big high pressure games, he has not shown up to score.
1: Yeah, I mean, last year I, I tweeted this out. Last year, his shooting splits were better against Ken Palm Tier and B teams, like than they were on the season. So, like, I I think that's a really small three game sample. I think he'll be fine. Um, I'm not really worried about him. I'd like him to play more physical. I also do, as I was gonna say, i I'm, I wonder a little bit about his athleticism compared to some of these guys. Like, you know, I think he's a good, not great athlete. You know what I mean? Compared yeah. to like some of the guys that can jump out of the gym. So when you combine that with the strength issue, uh, that definitely gives me a little bit of concern. Uh, But I still think he's going to be fine. The Mark Mitchell thing is a real conversation that needs to be had, though. Like,
2: uh, I think another thing to, to keep an eye on still is we're going back to, to Jared McCain's shooting struggles. And, and we talked about it coming into the season that guy, freshmen who come in as uh, peer shooters to Duke when they struggle early, they struggle often, and it seems like that's becoming the case with him. I don't have his season log numbers up tonight, but when you have a guy like McCain who struggles to shoot, and then you also have Foster and Proctor who struggle, I think tonight they combined for four for twenty-four. If I did the math right, like that's but, just that's but, not going to get it here, done. Here, when when here's your peer are combined into that,
0: here's another interjection. When do we run anything for McCain to shoot? We don't like he how had a open, lot of we
2: I, don't, but he, he had a lot of open shots tonight. Re- regardless he, whether they were run for him or not. He had a lot of open I shots. I don't
0: think he has a lot of open shots more than Tyrese Proctor. I think Tyrese Proctor gets a lot more open shots than than Jared mccain and i don't he think does, we run is, yeah. we, we don't run anything for we, we're not running him off of pin downs we're not we're not screening for him like we're, we don't even play like he's a shooter we just put him in the corner and we'll, we'll weave. we'll run a little weave he'll come off a, he'll come off a screen maybe dribble shoot a mid-range he'll go to the rim miss a layup but he's a shooter so like right what, what do what you think playing?
1: what do you think jared's shooting percentage was from three uh on the season coming into this game
2: from three, 38, 35%, 30, 30, maybe. No, that's way worse than that. It has
1: to be. 46% from three coming into McCain this. was? McCain. It's definitely, I think it's got the thing like the Proctor thing where in some of the big spots, the shots haven't been falling. But, like, he shot 46% from three coming into this game.
2: Was that 30? Oh, okay, you're right.
1: Most that's of his
0: threes coming. I think, from the season have come in transition. Where we also find the transition, um, half court it's, offense. It's
1: it was, almost like if we had a coach that noticed that, we would try to run more transition. Imagine that.
0: Imagine that playing fast. I mean, the the play we saw them play fast today. Uh, Caleb Foster with 28 seconds left on the shot clock dribbles, kicks it out to TJ Power for three. That was one. Of, that was that was one of my favorite players' uh, favorite plays of the game because we played fast and we yeah. found a quick shot before the defense could set up. That's how we're supposed to play. We have the we have the um, the personnel for it, but we're so caught up with you know slowing it down, giving it to flipping the post like yeah. <laughs> I just want UNC score 100 points. I don't care how many points they gave up. I don't think UNC has that many that much better offensive
1: talent than us. They ran. No. You know what they yeah. did in that game? They ran offense. they they, like they genuinely there was a lot of off ball they realized that like against Tennessee they can't like body them up so what were they doing they're having a lot of people do like back cuts and shit and they were finding people on those cuts I mean like that's that's called scouting your opponent and then playing in a style that suits your strengths uh and plays to your advantage against said opponent you know like and and you know to Luke's point, Luke's comment says if Baylor wins against Duke, we should be very concerned. Uh, like, I think we should be concerned in the sense that we're not going to get a good seed in the NCAA tournament almost certainly if we don't <laughs> Pretty win against much. Baylor. <laughs> Pretty but like, much. but also, I uh, <laughs> shit happens sometimes too. Like, like this, the the problem right now is that we all expected one type of season and we're not going to get it. I I think like no, I, I, unless unless. Uh, again, the next big game. What we is Saturday? Do we play Georgia Tech? Yeah,
2: like that's the other thing I want to talk about. Georgia Tech isn't a good team. Georgia Tech just beat top twenty-five Mississippi State at home by double digits, almost double digits. I think is what it ended up being. Like I'm not saying Georgia Tech's good. They have momentum though, and Duke's playing another road game back. I didn't back.
1: watch that game, but like generally speaking, Mississippi State can't shoot. So what <laughs> sure. I what I would have to imagine Georgia State, Georgia Tech did again. Damon Sodomeyer, smart guy. Probably, us. probably dared him to shoot would be my guess. I didn't watch the game, but yeah, we have to expect now, especially anytime Mark Mitchell is on the floor. Paint's gonna be packed. Paint's gonna be packed. It just is yeah. what it is. Like, yeah, it so just, then I don't know. I don't know what we do from there. Um,
0: I, 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 I think, I think what uh, Shire kind of hinted at what we'll probably do more of, and I'm not fully against it, but. I think we're going to start playing more four-guard lineups. Um, we saw a little bit You're of it tonight. To. Um, actually who's, our the, be- who's
1: the fourth guard in this scenario? Is it Foster? Caleb.
0: Caleb. Yes, Caleb. Or or you could play TJ Power. a little bit more Power, and play yeah. him at the four. But TJ TJ's like weird to me because he's not really a four, even though he's big enough to be a four, but he's not skilled enough to be a guard. I don't know. He's kind of a tweener. Um but yeah, right. he would be he would be the other one in that in that situation where we just have to play four offensive players, um, or so-called offensive players, with Flip at the five, with Mark at the five. Um, but that that kind of kills people like Sean Stewart, who I still feel like should should be playing um three minutes tonight, unacceptable to me uh, uh yeah. i guess a team full of athletes um a lot of people said i saw people say oh spacing would be issue if we play fast we use him i saw the tweet too if we play fast we use him as a rim runner i think we can use sean stewart if we use him as a lob option i think we can use sean stewart but you know <laughs> well <when> we're stuck <laughs> when we're stuck in our ways of this rotation
1: yeah zion gonna- the issue is we're we're basing it we're basing our desire for sean stewart to play based on this idea that duke will run and will play pressure defense and
2: it's what they should do though
1: which is what they should do but if they're not doing it then john's not gonna play him like Uh,
2: you know how i know when when we were screwed as far and i shouldn't say screw but when when shire was too deep in his own crap to to get out of it was when christian reeves came in and played like a minute when young went out like total panic panic with another seven footer need a big guy out here like yeah. No, you don't need that. Oh, and I think he realized that that was not a good idea. But it was like that was such a like you said a panic move, and, and he yeah. didn't see the floor the rest of the game. And it's not a, it's not a hate on on Christian Reeves, but like man, he's like, not ready for yeah, well, Christian Reeves isn't, and is Shire ready for these in-game uh, lineup adjustments? We don't have rotations, yeah. and that- when people, when bigs are getting in foul trouble, don't just go to your third big on the bench. <laughs> Change up. Go small, man. Like,
1: Especially, th- there's not been, like, I don't want to dunk on the guy because, again, like, uh, I think he's got a lot of nice potential long-term. Yeah, this isn't a hate on
2: Christian Reeves thing.
1: Yeah, it, he has good potential long-term, but I think every time he's come into a game this year, immediately the other team smashes the offensive glass. I mean, like, yeah. right away. Like yeah. he does not defensive rebound at all for a guy his size. He's not in position. Which again, a it, it just takes time and it takes reps. Maybe we do need to try to play him a little bit here, a little bit there. But like, he's not ready for a game like this. This isn't his game. If this is not a Ryan Young game, it's also absolutely not a Christian Reeves game.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, like I, it just I, to me that was more of a, a testament to Shire kind of being underwater in these in-game situations than it is to to Reeves' talent. It's just like what <laughs> we gotta have a little more composure in the sidelines, not just to freak out and go back to the I need a seven footer. And I don't know if it's because of who Shire played with when he was there and who some of Duke's bigs were in the past that he's been on staff for, but like we don't have those guys this year. Sorry, coach, like you're gonna have to go smaller, play small ball lineups, um, and and run. Just run with pace. And um I think somebody made a comment I wanted I wanted to call out
1: I can't scroll back. <laughs> but, um, that was at Duke NBA. At Duke no, MBA. No, yeah,
2: no, no. Frequency and the
0: Soul Tribe. You, uh, For those listening on podcast, this guy commented uh, <laughs> about the YouTube title saying Duke got smacked. How? We did get smacked. You must have tuned in like with two minutes yeah. left to play. Duke got smacked tonight. I don't care. I don't care about that last little gasp to try to, you know, pull a miracle out. They got smacked tonight. For 38 minutes, they got smacked. It's not we so should have
1: quick. pressed sooner man we should have. there there's a lot of and you know like people getting mad at me again because i said there's a coaching thing and they're like but we missed a bunch of layups but you know why we missed a bunch of layups because we're not running like plays that <laughs> exactly. result. In layups. like yeah. we're like if you're missing layups because you're iso dribble driving into traffic and missing layups like that is a coaching issue as far as i'm concerned like yeah. we Again, it's one thing as as y'all keep saying. It's one thing if you've got like a freak athlete who can just do those things, but like, but that's not yeah. a long term strategy for long term success.
2: <laughs> it, it it really goes back to the thing that we harped on last year, which was defining rotations and roles. And we bring back majority of the same players. It, it, obviously, there's we got Caleb and, and McCain and Power who are seeing minutes and Stewart, but like for the most part. There should be a pretty good set rotation right now of guys who you know are going to play matchup dependent, sure, but there's still, there's still just no role defined. The fact that Caleb Foster at the end was the one bringing the ball up, not a shot at Foster, I'm fine with it. But when Proctor's the one, the primary ball handler, and then late in the game, it's it's Foster. Like there's just the the roles aren't defined. Who's your late game ball handler when when the situation is tight? You need somebody to secure the ball, and Foster did fine, but it just was weird from. Um, a fan experience seeing Proctor be the ball handler last season at the end of the year, all of this season. And then at the end of the game is Foster. So it's just, to me, that just shows there's no roles that are defined at this moment, which uh, is just concerning, man. Like, and I I hate to keep Harper on the coaching staff and and Shire specifically, but I would just love to see what they see when they sit down in the, in the film room this season, because uh, nothing's changing. There's not, there's no improvements. This team, I've been debating saying this because this might get, taken out of proportion but and Zion, you could comment on this more i've talked a little bit about like how much better the nba game is in college especially these days but i think this team we don't have nba guys we have nba style guys we could run nba style offense we just don't we play slow there's no movement spacing is terrible because of the personnel we have out there i just think this team could run a we obviously said this team could run a lot more but this team could play more like an nba style team i'm a fan of the timberwolves we play two bigs all the time and it's working. Like, I don't mean to bring it back to that, but like you could run so much more plays and, and we have the personnel to do it. And we're just, there's just been no adjustments. And that to me is what's been mine. Yeah. But
1: right you now. can do that because cat hits 40% of his threes and flip yeah. does like, flip. I'm not, like I said,
2: I'm not saying run the same thing, but I'm just saying this, this roster and personnel is more set up, I think for an NBA style offense than it is what we're doing right now.
1: If If we could hit threes, then I would agree with you. But like, Mark's not hitting threes. Flip's not like really hitting threes. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Foster shooting like thirty five percent. Proctor's probably around thirty five percent. We have
2: we have guys who can like who have but, that ability. But the thing is le- too.
0: The thing is too. Also to that point, we don't have we don't have a pick and roll threat. Like that's so much that's so much dominant. Like Tyrese Proctor is really good in the pick and roll. But he doesn't even like he and I'm pretty sure his numbers are pretty good in a, in a pick and roll. But like they're great, Proctor. We don't have Fitch, a lob threat.
1: Elite.
2: I was in- gonna say that. What do you? Well, we, what do you mean? We don't have a pick and roll threat. We have Proctor and we,
0: Flip. We don't right have there. a pick and roll threat. Is as to say as as um we don't have a lob threat. We don't have a ro- a big rolling threat. So like sure. the NBA, when you say the NBA and you spring up the Timberwolves, the reason why it works too is because okay. Um, who's your point guard? Mike
2: Conley. Mike Conley. He has
0: Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is, is a lobter every time he's you rolling just, to you, the
2: and, and I'm, Like I said, I'm not, I am not. I don't want to bring this back to the wall I'm just saying you also have Sean Stewart who can run the baseline and be that lobster. We don't, right place. We don't, don't play Sean Stewart. And that's what I'm saying. Did we have we have the personnel. That's what I'm trying to get to. We don't have guys that are the same exact setup and guys that are going to go to the NBA and do this. We have the personnel to do it. And I just don't get why this offseason we didn't spend time making more of a spread offense and doing the pick and rolls and the back cuts that you see in the NBA, the pin downs all the freaking time. And we're just not doing it. We're not doing anything. I just, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just mind boggled by the, the
1: decisions. Yeah, uh, yeah. but It's not a one-to-one Kills, comparison. I'm not trying to say Kills that. Comment. Bring up Kale's comment, Zion. Because I wanted to bring this up, too, because uh, people got mad at me for like, they were like, oh, it's just it was an after Thanksgiving game, you know, whatever. <laughs> Bro, they're like 340th in the country. <laughs> like, you know, there's a difference. I hate to God, this is going to get me so fried because uh, it praises UConn and and Duke fans don't want to hear that <laughs> shit right now. UConn. Only wins by double digits in, in like, every out-of-conference game against a bad team. They be
0: smacking. They be smacking. They are (laughs) are
1: not – they come out looking like they want to rip people's heads off, and they do get some of that energy from Hurley, I'm sure, but also it's because they move the ball. They run offense. Like – you know, when you don't do that, that opens the and you slow it down against a yeah. team like Southern Indiana, who is dying to slow it down because the more possessions you play, the more likely the more talented team wins. So if yeah. we're slowing it down, we are opening the door for upsets constantly. Yeah. So, uh, like, I, I kind of, I want to almost entirely disagree with Ryan on the pro style offense thing. Now, I, I kind of think at this point we might need to go full like Bob Huggins West Virginia like just like straight up 40 minutes of hell shit because like we don't we don't have half court offense proven against elite teams right now we no. just don't and yeah. our rebounding is not good enough yeah. in especially in half court situations so again cause chaos right yeah. turn the ball I'm, over it's, I would love that opportunities uh, like i I'll- They've got to shake it up. They can't keep doing sure. these 65 possession ass, uh dribble the air out of the ball, ISO dribble drive into traffic ass, offense stuff, and then in defense, you know, sitting back, playing conservative defense, you know... Uh Get to the
2: question real quick, Russ, because we talked about this before we went on air.
1: Do we have the conditioning to run full-court press for an entire game? So People are already pushing back against me on this. Yes, we do. You know why? Because some of the dudes... That we're not playing are totally suited for playing 40 minutes of hell. Sean Stewart, you can 100% run out there for 15 minutes a game in this. Jalen Blakes, you can 100% run out if you are playing Chaos Ball. Jalen Blakes lives for fucking chaos. You know what I mean? Like Literally. he's exactly the guy to do that. We have bodies if we want to do that. We would foul a lot, sure. Uh, Flip in particular would really have to be careful in these sorts of situ- situations, and he is not careful in the first five minutes of games, <laughs> obviously. But, like, I, I think we 100% have the bodies to run full-court press, if not for 40 minutes, then for 30 minutes, 32 minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? Let's like, uh, well,
2: just flaming the guy who asked the
1: question. No, no, no. It's not, it's, <laughs> it, but, but he's not the only one saying it, right? Like, No, yeah. no I know. He's not the only one yeah, who's concerned about it. And yes, what that will mean at the end of the day is there will be possessions in games where they break the press and they get a layup. That also happened to West Virginia a bunch back in the day too, right? Like,
0: yeah. but but not we don't obviously have to body embody West Virginia, but I, I do get your point. No, but I yeah. did, I, did, I did like uh, your messing at UConn because even I was watching um, Jordan Hawkins in the NBA today. Um, he's going off in the NBA, but he he basically said at Good UConn. He basically said that he learned at UConn that he did not have to dribble the score. Like he
2: he he would just run it off screen, run it You know what he's doing in the NBA right now? The same exact thing. The
0: same exact thing. And I don't get why we have the personnel to do the same. We don't have to be dribble. I don't, we need, have to we don't we need to see uh, Jeremy We don't need to see Jeremy even all the time dribbling the air out the ball. Like no. we have we have the personnel to do that too. But we were so I don't I don't like at this point I don't even understand what what what's the like go uh end game of us running this type of offense like it just it just doesn't amount to anything for the most part and you know um I think I think I think the biggest thing you know we have to see from Shire really is um can he fix can he run a consistent offense because we saw last year, um, our offense wasn't good like our offense wasn't good and i think maybe we definitely improved toward the end of the year um and that was uh, partly because um we forced turnovers if if i remember i'm just remembering and all, lively uh, stepped up big if, time, time lively defensively but yeah. but even 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 in our wins our wins were mucking up wins like our UNC wins like some of the yeah. ACC tournament wins they were mucking up wins we played nasty but Hey, it worked for us because we were defending. This team is not is not relying on defense. So, yeah. there's
1: there's a um, I don't want to like say something that's like because uh, I believe that they are trying. Like it's not like they're out. It's not, <laughs> it's not like they're going out there and like not wanting to play hard and win. Like they they are. I f- I firmly believe that. But like it's not showing itself in the results.
2: Like, so you know you need to be concerned when Russ is talking about a non-analytical point and saying effort is an issue. That's when you need to be concerned when Russ brings up that. Because, again, I, my,
1: Jeremy, my Jeremy Roach example for the loose ball. Like, we got guys who are standing. Like,
2: I, I, I agree, man. Here Here's my point to that is I do think there was a sense of these four guys coming back this season. Not that it'll be a cakewalk, but they'll be able to kind of get what they want whenever they want type of thing. There was a confidence. I can't there I, this isn't insider information i can't i can't say anything but like i heard through a guy that there was a lot of very very high expectations and confidence coming to the season that uh a specific player might have said after arizona we're going to be number one uh, the number one team in the country that was their chip on their shoulder and it's just like i do think these guys just thought them coming back might. wait 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 rewind enough. that rewind that
0: what who said we're going to be number one
2: I, a player on the team mentioned uh, mentioned to a guy that I know. That this doesn't. It, I shouldn't even brought this up. It doesn't matter. They, his, Insider he was, he information. Was, no, it's not. He was just very confident. He told this guy after the Arizona game, "We'll be number one. You can guarantee it." And wait, wait. So I do after think,
0: after we lost?
2: No, 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 no. Like going into the season when we weren't ranked number one, we were two or three, or whatever we were. Oh, they claimed okay, that okay. after we beat Arizona, we're going to be number one. That that type of confidence. So I, I just I say that to say. The confidence coming into the season, I think, might be getting to might have gotten to the players' heads just a little bit. Oh, it just yeah, kind of sure. seems like it just kind of seems like they thought they're gonna come back and just waltz their way to a final four or something. Hey, and it's just hey. it's going to not be the case.
0: Hey, to that point though, we gotta be very careful with this team. Well, this team, this team <laughs> has to be not us being this team has to be very careful with themselves because right now they're trending and Baylor's only three games away. So, if we get smacked by Baylor, we will be trending a little bit toward you how UNC was last year.
2: Well, and so really quick, you're going back to we uh, we can't sleep on Georgia Tech this weekend. They're a bad team, but like Russ, you said you didn't we, we didn't watch the game, they're, but they're you about not they, even
1: that, they're not even that bad. They're but like you know what?
2: Either way, yeah, we should the, be the three and two. They've yeah. lost to a couple mid majors regard or one mid major. Regardless like you said, Russ didn't watch the game. And you said, I bet you they just let Mississippi state shoot the ball and they missed all of them. And you're right. Mississippi state shot 30% uh, from the field, 23% from three and shot a lot. And, why not do the same thing to Duke? Duke hasn't proven that we can shoot the ball that well, especially a few of our specific guys. So, like, Georgia Tech's going to watch this game and do the exact same thing Arkansas did and the exact same thing they probably did to Mississippi State. And I'm not saying we're going to walk out of there with a loss, but you can't overlook this Georgia Tech team, especially the first ACC game on the road.
1: Yeah, we almost always lose the first. Not, not That's not true, but we (laughs) we lose bullshit early ACC road games all the time like yeah. genuinely yeah. every year it I, happens
0: I, I do think i do something tells me i think we'll wake up for saturday
2: but uh
1: if we I, don't. I, agree. <laughs> I
2: agree with you but like i, I, I thought agree. we'd wake up for this game too but like i
0: do think i do think there's a definitely a big um ego or not ego but like overconfidence that these guys and i see it a little bit with their social media comments i see it kind of you know how they carry themselves early this is definitely going to be humbling them, um, but I think Saturday will wake up a little bit. I don't think it's going to be our turnaround, but I, I think we'll we'll do enough to win. Um, I just want to address this comment, Eddie Congress. Uh, he's uh, whatever. He's he's not a Duke fan. Um, he's trying to say Arkansas had the best home court advantage in the country um, when Duke comes I mean, to that's town. Part I,
1: of it, but like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I
0: don't, I don't think that's accurate. I don't like. I saw nothing tonight that told me Arkansas was be- was better than us tonight. We were just that bad. Like well, Arkansas sure, played. A-
1: I think to his point, I do think Arkansas has one of the best home court advantages. They do. The I don't. And I think- don't think
0: it factored in tonight, though. I don't. I don't.
1: You don't. You don't think the fact that it was our first true road game and it was in one of the most hostile Bro, environments in America uh, mattered Arkansas at all?
0: Arkansas played the first twenty minutes. Arkansas played terrible basketball. Horrible no. basketball.
1: And what was you the should- score at the half?
0: We should have been up by 10 if we were, uh, uh, uh if we had a co, uh, what's it? What's the word? Uh, the C word? Uh, I'm Ryan blanking. <laughs> no, just a, a, a normal offense. Isn't I think coherence, just a coherent offense is that what it is? I don't even know. Sure. But yeah, if we had an offense that you know didn't resemble a high school team, we would have been up 10 points. They didn't play good, and I don't think it was, you know, the atmosphere that. Really, we just just not good right now. Yeah, like it like
1: not. I think like it didn't our
0: fall. offense our offense wasn't good um, against uh, what's the last team we played? Southern Indiana.
1: Like yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, I wanted to read my stat that I that I said after the Southern Indiana game. And the uh, after ten minutes, here's what the score has been after the first ten minutes of every game so far. And admittedly, I, I haven't seen the the score from this one. So we I think we were probably down one or two. Right? It was it was somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, at the 10 minute mark Dartmouth we were up only five. Arizona we were down one Michigan State we were down three Bucknell up only five LaSalle up one. Southern Indiana down nine. like again, this isn't like we should be beating most of like the Dartmouths the Bucknells, the LaSalles, the Southern Indianas by double figures out out of the break like right away. And, like, for whatever reason, Duke starts slow. We started slow last year. We're starting slow this year. And the second half start in particular in this game was where we lost the game. It was a one-point game at the half. And then Arkansas opened up so wide in the first, like, eight minutes of the second half. And, like, that's that. Like, a lot of times when you're playing a team that's as talented as Arkansas is and you're at their place, that's that. Like, you can't start a half slow like that we saw it bite us in the ass last year it's already bit it bit us against ark arizona it bit us here like if we lost the game it would have been one of the worst losses in the (laughs) history whatever luckily it was fine we won by like 18 or 12 or 14 whatever it was still we were favored by 36 and a half or whatever like Um, yeah,
2: man. so I, I, I was trying to look for some Shire quotes, and I only got two of them here. But this one, to me, I want to get your guys' thoughts on because I don't. <laughs> it's not what we've been talking about. He said we knew Arkansas would be ready to play. We needed to be a lot tougher in the second half. We missed some shots, but tonight was about our defense. We have to play collective team defense, and we just got spread out. we just got spread out.
0: Bro, they scored twenty. What they scored? What twenty-seven points in the uh, thirty?
2: 33 in this first half and it, the, the second half they got yeah, free I mean, throws they, at the end they scored
1: but. 80 points in the game they won hunt they they we played bad defense in the second half there's sure no but how
2: many follow that. how many free throws did they hit at the end at least eight to at least eight at the end within the last two minutes there
1: yeah me ma- so. like sure i i i'm sure what he is probably no i mean the, the offense wasn't great <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to like figure it out, but like, I'm sure he's probably thinking if we score 75 points against most teams, that that probably suffices. But like, but, that, like sh-
2: that shouldn't be. I don't know. I'm like in college, I get it's different, but like this team has the talent to score in the eight. Well, what? Yeah.
0: They, what? They, they, they shot 22 free throws in the second half. They did shoot well from the field. Is that 14? Yeah, 14 of 23. They did hit shots. They 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 went crazy in the second half. There's no but question. I think- I think it's a product of bad offense. Like, like at some point, you know, you know, we were hanging around with them in the first half. Um, it was basically bad offense versus bad offense, um, and they just started hitting shots. It just kind of they regressed to the mean. Like they they were so bad through the ball that second half. You kind of knew at home they were going to start hitting shots, and we just yeah. Didn't. And we, it's like
2: we, sure, because the defense yeah. is a little better, absolutely. But like, come on. And I, th- I don't – that was one quote. I haven't seen any other quotes. He could have talked about the offense too. Hard, but, like, he he did blame it in this quote on our defense. Tonight was about our defense. And, like, nah. sure, like 15 20% of it. But, like, this team should not be <laughs> being held to 32 points every first half, if not less than that.
0: I, I will say the first half, his first half interview actually got me a little annoyed because he started off saying, I think we're playing well or we're fine or something like that. Um, and I was like, "Bro." <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I I tweeted something that was not terribly dissimilar to that, and people were mad at me. No,
0: nah, like, that that first half flip was nasty, flip bro. played
1: like flip played like six minutes. All things considered, and we were down one. I was like, bro, I was kind of like, you know what? At the end of the day, you know, you'd expect when we're up four, when we're a four point favorite, to be up two at the half. And we got, like, six minutes out of flip, and we were down one. I was kind of like, you know what? That makes sense to me. You know, like – but, yeah, the offense, I would love – I would love to see us try some other stuff, man. I just – I would love it. Uh, he's he's running the he's running the Coach K last several years offense, and, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, but Coach K, shoot. Coach K had Paolo, man. He had Paolo, he <laughs> – he yeah, yeah That's what we Williams. said is you
2: could get away with it man you could like this is like this this roster is not suited to play that and it's like you got to have more fluid sets on yeah. offense and but multiple even different in the, ones but even and in guys those
1: moving. even in those games even when we had those dudes we lost games because of it right because, yes but we weren't stuff like
0: but i don't think we lost games because we were uh our physical
1: um, no, like not with those we, teams.
0: We were not just physically mad. Like maybe a couple teams no. got us because we we shot poorly, um, but you weren't gonna you weren't gonna just flat out out physical as like, like we're getting beat at all levels. Like that, yeah. that's what I tweeted during the game. Uh, tweeted just now. I wanted us to kind of answer what is Duke's strengths right now. What what do you what do you say? if you have to say name two or three strengths for Duke? What is it right now?
1: Um,
2: you probably, I mean, I'd probably loop. I mean, contrary to what coach said tonight, I'd probably say defense is a decent strength of this team, like it's just kind of like what they live, by, live off of. But I don't know if it's even considered a strength at this point.
1: Our uh, by the numbers, our offense is more effective than our defense, which
2: yeah,
0: is- I don't think our defense is. I think our defense can become good enough to make a run. But I don't think our defense will ever be a backbone for us.
1: Here's a, a so I'll say some things that we're that we're good at, right? I pulled up Ken Palm here, right? Um, we do protect the ball. We don't turn the ball over really, um, so far, which is good. I mean, it's not always the case with Duke. Uh, we're top. We're 12th in the country, 12th lowest turnover rate in the country. I like that. We're a pretty good defensive rebounding team. Obviously, offensive rebounding we're abysmal, but defensive rebounding we're good. Um, and we move, and like when we score baskets, it is usually off assists. Like our assist rate is generally pretty good. It's just that we don't always do that. And when we don't do that, we miss shots and we don't score. <laughs> yeah. but when we move the ball, we do well. Um, yeah. Oh, I see what you, I see what you're doing there, Zaya. My bad. Um, I can pull up my, I, I had my thing to, hold on. I'll pull it up. Uh, <laughs> I,
2: have, I do have the, uh.
1: But I but I want to hear what you guys have first, and then I'll and then I'll drop some some cool CBB analytics stats for us. I,
2: I can't think of a strength, man. I mean, depth should be, but we don't play enough of the bench to, if, in meaningful minutes for it to be a strength yet. I I see, hate being t- so negative like this, but I, it's I just don't like, see. I, I don't know.
0: I'm I, I was asking y'all because I ain't know. Um, let me look at the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I gotta share the screen. I have to share the screen. Oh my goodness, I got a funny tweet. This is definitely oh, no. this is definitely a dude. A close strength.
1: your DMs, bro. Close your DMs. We don't want to see Who, <laughs> is who cares, uh, man?
0: Everyone be DMing me. I don't care. Um <laughs> This is this is our strength right now. <laughs> <laughs> Social Jesus Christ. Social media is our strength. <laughs>
2: podcast boy. Shout out Podcast Boy. <laughs> Grant Podcast Grant. boy. <laughs> and uh and ryan young podcast boy
1: <laughs> uh, i i respect ryan for that though that's a good that's a good bit i still maintain I he, should do, he should do some nil like some podcast boy merch i think that absolutely
2: would absolutely should man i think
1: that would go over well um <laughs> i think i think we have guards who uh they're not consistent right now but we have depth in terms of guard talent we definitely do and with flip we have versatility at the five which I think is really, really valuable in terms of our long term, what we should be able to accomplish in the tournament, assuming that we run some offense and assuming we do some, some cool stuff. (laughs) Having flip at the five, he's a genuinely real asset there. I mean like that, that helps tremendously. Um, I I think we have things. We've got some stuff in place. It's we we have to run shit. We have to have interesting, like, like uh, scheming for the teams that we're playing. So, I, uh, so I sent you this, uh, Zion. Let me do uh, my ad read real quick if we're ready for this. You know, our sponsor is, <laughs> if people want to hear this today, <laughs> do you want to break down the stats so that you uh, know whether you're crazy about whether the team uh, is bad or good at a certain thing? Well, maybe you should do uh, CBB Analytics. You know, they've got a ton of different splits. They've got uh, splits over the last five games, last 10 games, home and away stats. Stats versus quad, one, two, three, four opponents, data range splits. Uh, They have color-coded percentiles for their stats, which make it super easy to understand what the numbers are saying. You've seen the shot charts. I've posted them. They're very cool. And they have lineup stats for the teams, which is what I'm going to talk about in just a second. It's honestly the best website for lineup stats in college basketball. Uh, It was originally built for coaching staffs, but, I mean, I absolutely love it as a fan. Uh, There's a discount code crazy, C-R-A-Z-I-E. So use that uh, discount for the users is $40 off if you use CRACI. $40, man. That is no Mm. joke. And so So, if you want to get up on – if you love the numbers, you want to get up on the numbers, this is where to go. Okay, so I sent this. This is my CBB analytics stat of uh, the day. These going into today were the five lineups that we played the most. Okay, and if you're listening to this on Apple, you just have to tune into the YouTube for this one. All right? These are the five lineups that we play the most. And Zion and Ryan, I haven't posted what what the answer is. Would you like to guess what the two uh, worst defensive lineups are on that board?
0: Uh, I, I'm a guess. I'm a guess. Uh, number one, the worst defense. I'll say it for the Apple people. In my opinion, the worst defensive lineup of this, looking at it. The starting lineup, for sure, I want to throw in there. And I also want to throw in, um, let me see. I want to say the, the second lineup. I, I got a weird feeling that every every lineup with Ryan Young is a good lineup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's not – people were guessing that it was definitely the lineups where Ryan Young was replacing uh, Mark Mitchell. Uh, and I will say it is not, it's the, bo-
2: it's the bottom one. I bet it's Roach, Proctor, Foster, Mitchell, young, be my guess.
1: So, and, and I tweeted this as well, the two lineups to maybe this will help you out, or maybe it won't the two lineups that are the worst defensive lineups are also the best offensive rebounding lineups by like a considerable amount. Like they are top 80th percentile offensive rebounding lineups, but they are then the it's probably
2: the middle one, the Roach, Proctor, Foster, young flip.
1: That is one of them. That is one of the worst uh, defensive lineups and best offensive rebounding lineups. And then the other one is Roach Proctor Foster Mitchell Flip. So Roach, interestingly enough, heart. a lot of people assume that like the lineups with McCain would be worse on the defensive end. And hmm. generally speaking, at least coming in today, I don't know what today's lineups look like, but the Foster lineups are way better at offensive rebounding. Like the lineups with McCain are, are way worse, which is interesting because McCain got a lot of rebounds today. But McCain's been better defensively than Foster so far this year, but Foster has been much more effective offensively than McCain. And I don't know that that like necessarily would have been something I would have guessed uh, in looking at it. So that's really interesting to me. Would you like to guess what the worst performing lineup of these five in terms of plus minus is? hmm because all of them all of them are top 80 percentile three of them are top 90th uh percentile and up but one of them is sub 50th percentile one of them is is has clearly performed worse than the other four so far this year
2: that bottom one i just can't get i, I mean the mitchell young one you might yeah. guess but mm.
0: or or is it is it is it like a trick question
1: i don't know is it it's a start <laughs>
0: is it the starting lineup
1: No, the starting lineup is actually 99th percentile. Like, coming into today, they were one of the best lineups in terms of plus-minus in the entire country.
0: Okay. So, then I'd say, hmm.
1: Right? This is the cool shit that you get to look at when you're on CBBanalytics.com, for the record.
0: Man, I don't... The bottom one, then. Yeah, I'm
1: going to say the bottom one. The worst one by a lot is the second one. Roach, Proctor, Foster, Mitchell, Flip.
2: Again, with McCain out, huh?
1: Again, uh, but but this one's interesting, you know, in the sense that, like, Foster generally is a positive offensive player, like a big positive offensive player, um, but his defensive uh, plus minus and defensive ratings uh, have been really bad so far this year. Um, you said Proctor's? Foster's. Foster. Oh, Foster's. So far going into the year, Proctor and Flip are by f- – far our most important players in terms of plus minus and net rating yeah um i, I think i, I attribute
0: think that for foster either. i think for foster i attribute that to most of the time he is playing with the second unit so he'll have a ryan young right. in there he won't be with the starters at that often unless he's plays well plays well enough like he did in yeah, Michigan state
1: but look at that second and third lineup like those are also uh like sub 50th percentile defensive units that's and, fair. Oh
0: wow. And That's he's fair. played with a lot of. And he's but, how, a lot of but how often do we see that? That's the thing.
1: Not a Not ton, Small sample. Admittedly, small sample. By far, the biggest yeah. sample is the top one. But um, you know they've they've played the equivalent of about a half of basketball together, you know on the court. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, which is not huge, obviously, but really it goes back to the Mark Mark Mitchell conversation because um, you know Mark is like this year just barely a net positive defender. And like, obviously, his uh, O rating is one of the worst on the team. So, yeah, so it's it that's becoming a real conversation. And like, Mark Mitchell's offensive rebounding rate is one percentile,
0: <laughs> but <laughs> literally
1: what, uh, the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that, and that's like weird to me. Um, yeah, not even not even that because last year I think we. We were a great offensive rebounding team last year, and that was with I think mostly with the Ryan Young and uh, flip lineups. Um, yeah, but like it's just like this year we don't get nothing. I think the most the the no. our best offensive rebound rebounder, Sean Stewart, in my opinion, um, when he does play, um, but you know we don't really even see him. But that's just kind yeah. of weird. I, I don't we don't we just it goes back to the strength in my opinion. I don't think we have a strength right now
1: our team our team is best at offensive rebounding when Caleb Foster is on the floor uh by a lot and then obviously our second best offensive rebounder is Ryan Young in terms of like guys who have played enough Sean Stewart would be our best defensive uh or offensive rebounder in terms of uh rate if he played more um so pull up the one that i just sent you that's the earlier one or that's the one just from today
0: Hello, numbers, brother.
1: I know, dude. This is from <laughs> CBD Analytics.
0: This is um, a little intimidating right here, man. <laughs> I thought I that I was done with this at math, uh math in college.
1: Well, luckily it's 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 conveniently colored so that if you the numbers are too intimidating, you can just look at if the number oh, is crazy. green, it's good, and if the
0: number Yo, he is thinks, red, he thinks it's this is bad. like uh, middle this is uh <laughs> like colors. I'm a kindergarten or something. He said, "Yo, the blue
2: is good."
1: <laughs> hey, whatever helps you, whatever helps you. Tears um, out of my eyes Yeah, right now. Proctor and Proctor and Flip the on off numbers are very very favorable and then ryan young has been our third best i think it's just because he had um he had that those really good games against the mid majors um our worst guy in terms of net rating going into today was jeremy roach (laughs) oh man funny enough
0: numbers numbers lie sometimes (laughs) numbers
1: numbers lie sometimes well it's the sort of thing we've talked about it a bunch though he's not consistent but when we need his experience that it helps a lot right it's it's more a consistency thing than anything else and the numbers will not reflect a uh, momentary need it'll reflect like a large trend and if you play inconsistently then the numbers will will reflect that obviously um yeah. but yeah Mitchell Mitchell stuff is not um is really alarming i, I somebody mentioned co- his confidence earlier uh i think I think his shot looks worse than it did last year. Am I am I tripping?
2: It just looks Ooh, very literally. like, yeah. This looks like very glitchy. Like
1: I think it looks uh, worse it's... than it did last year. Last year was a line drive, but like it seems even like it it seems itchy now. Yeah, glitchy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Glitchy, I, yeah, I, itchy yeah.
0: I I yeah. don't I don't even notice much of the difference. I think it's still a broken shot regardless. I'm just disappointed. I know he I know people say, yo, what did he work on this offseason? I will I will give him benefit of the doubt. He was recovering half the offseason. So, like, you know, um, and it was like what an ankle I- leg injury. So, I mean, you can't really work on your shot if you're recovering from a leg injury. But I was hoping, like, at least, you know, he had some some time to try to do something with that shot. Um, but, yeah, it's mm, – you just got to pray he's going to make him. at this point. You got to pray he's going to make it.
1: Crowded front court in 2024-25, uh, I tell you what. Hey man,
0: um, all I know I is Cooper Flag. <laughs> Cooper Flag, buddy. Yeah, I don't want to bring better,
2: any of that up on next season. You better season get,
1: you, on that get, or get your game together, buddy. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, I mean, like, I look. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll work out. Again, I think if you've got guys like Mark, assuming that Mark is willing to like run and fight hard for rebounds and things like he seems like an ideal player to play a faster, like, play a faster style. Like, get him moving downhill, have him creating some havoc with his length and his strength. I mean, am I – I guess I, – but this is why I'm not a D1 basketball coach.
0: Yeah. But, but like, at the same time, I mean I, – someone did tweet it <laughs> today, though, that – Shire is the only coach in the, in the world that needs to actually look at Twitter to get to get some help. Yeah, but, but I do think we definitely have to play fast, even for for Mark to I think you know break out of this because I mean he is built to run. Like, he's a player that's built to run. We have a lot of players built to run. We'll continue to say it. If we don't play fast, we're going to have the same offensive issues all year. Shout out to someone on Twitter. Actually, the first – before like, after the first exhibition, someone did tell me, like – because I was more saying we need to run because we have the personnel, not because we can't play in the half court. But someone told me, um, no, like, we can't play in the half court, so we're going to have to run. That's why we have to run. Um, And he was right we can't play in the half court so <laughs> we yep. got to run we're, at some point
1: we're struggling like unless the shots are falling the half court like the half court is so dependent on whether our shots are falling like just completely dependent i you know yeah. i don't i i and i do like i think that a bunch of people this is always one of the most like tried and boring comments when people put it on twitter they'll say like well, Coach K was bad for the first few years, but then he went totally different world. Totally different world. Totally different world. Totally different, <laughs> world, totally different program. We have it, it's like the thing with Louisville. There is no reason why Louisville shouldn't fire Kenny Payne tomorrow. And Did then they lose the no. no, they oh, won just barely against Bellarmine. They, they, oh, they got their big uh, revenge game against Bellarmine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's no reason why they can't fire him and then back up the Brinks truck for, like, anybody. Like, they have one of the top three budgets in college basketball. Like, if you have a budget like that, then you should have one of the best coaches in college basketball. There's no reason not to. So, like, if Shire is struggling through this season with a lot of talent, hey, man, the the leash is short. Uh, He's obviously still going to remain our coach for – He's going to get a few years here. Wait,
2: wait, wait. You said the lease is, is, oh. you know, you, yeah. is short. The public lease is short. The
1: lease is short in the, the – the public lease is short. I was going to say the lease is short in the sense that like if – like Coach K's first three years were like bad, bad, <laughs> right? They were like bad, bad. Like if Shires has one season that's bad, bad like that, some eyebrows are going to be raised on the booster. Yeah, front. yeah. Like it's, just, yeah. it's a different world than it was it back is. then. So, yeah. you know, we can't afford stuff like that. So when people tell me, oh, you know, we got to just give him a lot of time. He doesn't have time. Like, he's got to be good this year. He's got to show improvement this year. And then with the the talent he year, he's got he's to make a like a Final Four title type run. Yeah, yeah. Cooper, like,
0: especially, especially with Cooper. <laughs>
1: like, he if he doesn't do that, then the conversation starts getting real interesting is all I'm saying. like. Yeah. I love him, and I don't want to I, – I want it to work out because God forbid we have to look at other people in the Coach K coaching tree to coach this team. Oh, no. I can't even get that. I don't want to think about that. I don't even want to think about it, dude. So Shire's got to work out. We have no choice. He's got to be great. I want him to be great. Be great, baby.
2: Please, Man. please, please, please. Please. <laughs>
0: Oh man, don't do that. Don't oh man. I, I'm just hoping Shire can, you know, figure things out just so and I and I trust that he will. Uh, so just so I, we just don't like have to that. have, you know, this 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 job is built for you to take it over for 30 years. Like it's yeah. supposed to be an it's this is supposed to be a passing of the torch where you're passing it, Ghostgate is passing it to you who will be you know, who you could take it over 30 years, then you find the next young, you know, coach that played at Duke, pass along. That's how it's supposed to be. And that's if we've we already got enough problems with Duke football, man. Get I it,
1: I was talking to Riley, who does the UNC podcast at Field of Sixty Eight about if if Hubert left, if Hubert was let go. I was like, oh, you're going to get Jerry Stackhouse. (laughs) You're going to get Wes Miller. You're going to get whatever. And he was so pissed. He was like, no, we're going to go out and get somebody else. I was like, dude, no, you're not. (laughs) Roy was a UNC guy. Dean was an assistant at UNC. Like, they want UNC guys the same way that we want Duke guys. Like, so everybody online who's like, Duke can go get Brad Stevens or Billy Donovan or whatever. We could, maybe. not brad Stevens; he's fine where he is but like we could for some of these guys but we're just not going to we'd give it to tommy amaker or johnny dawkins or whatever
0: don't bring up those don't bring up that there's there's some history behind what you're talking about buddy. i know dude i know i know
1: i know know, dude he's struggle busting in the ivy right now man well yeah i um Come on, John, we need it, baby. Just a little, shake it up, shake it up, a little sign of life. You know, this will still be yep. a quad one loss at the end of the day. The resume is not completely decimated. The ACC looks better than it was last year. There will be, certainly UNC looks like two quad one games. We'll have like a, a couple of road games in there. We've got some options, Wesley. Come on, bro. <laughs> and yeah, I want to admit out of solid goal, but it's not at the cards now, is it? <laughs> yeah we need we need we we just need a like a six seven loss season at absolute worst and then we'll still have a pretty good seed the team can figure it out you know we're only going to be uh we're only going to be underdogs going into like two of these games in vegas i think we'll maybe maybe three depending on how miami shakes out but like
0: be underdogs um baylor Will be will be an so,
1: underdog against Baylor. Will be an underdog at Carolina, but I think every other Carolina. game
0: uh, the, at Miami still might be underdog. Yeah,
1: but Miami just got shellacked by Kentucky. Yeah, but, they are, but Kentucky
0: um, should probably be in the top five at this point.
1: Yeah, I think Miami's just gonna. I, I, was, I was talking to Ryan about this. They're gonna do the same shit they did, where they're gonna struggle against like bad teams. And then they're going to do really well against like some of those mid-teams and they're going to get blown out in certain games. So then they're going to get like a six seed, seven seed or whatever. But then if they just make literally every shot they take, then like. Which they tend to do in March. And they don't need to play defense ever, which they don't. <laughs> so yeah. like. It,
0: it, it's, it's, very, it's very concerning, back to the Kentucky point, that Kentucky and UNC might be better than us right now. <laughs> well, they, they are better than us right now. Right now they're better than us.
1: They run perimeter-oriented offense. You know, um, they move the ball. They they cut. They play with energy. Um, Duke has the capacity to do that. It's it, but it has not been consistent so far this year. And and they need to they need to figure it out. Brandon, I know Calipari changed his offense, but like once they get those big men back, I fully expect Calipari to just go back to like some <laughs> slow two big man offense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah, at that point.
1: And I'm going to laugh, dude. Man, man. Oh, Every single man. time Duke doesn't, doesn't run a play. Duke ran a couple plays in there today.
0: Yeah, I so saw the first two plays at halftime, there were set plays. Like, that actually looked like had a pin down. Um, I forgot the other play. but it, the it Jer- They, like
1: they ran the one for Jeremy to shoot from the elbow. Yeah. Or whatever, I but I don't know. But I also don't love that our first set play is like a is a is a jump shot from like quasi mid range. You know what I mean? Like, I I was just
0: glad to see something.
1: That's true. That's a great point.
0: (laughs) Something. That's a great point.
1: Yeah, a one two three a has like the interesting point of what would happen (laughs) next year. Look, I, I don't know. I think it's too it's too early to be too concerned about that, but, like, I I think more than anything else, a lot of – we talked about this when we were talking about Edgecombe and some of those other guys. Like, we – if we're going to have a deep freshman class, we need to show them that we will play deep, and we need to show them we're going to play a style that suits talent that they have. And so it would be nice nice to see that this year – um, in order to give those guys a little more um, confidence in what yeah. we're doing,
0: I just want to win some games, man, at this point, man. We got Georgia Tech at on Saturday. What is that, a 2 p.m. game?
2: 2.15 Eastern Time.
0: That's a nasty. nasty ew. Yeah. Man, that's a road game, right? Yes, sir.
1: Ooh, yeah. Man,
0: real. Hey, man. First ACC game. This one counts a little bit more than, than tonight, man. So, boys better get it together. Better get sure. it together, man. They
1: are super small. Georgia Tech is in, like, like six, seven center type small. Like
0: – It's a no excuse for Sean Stewart to get three minutes.
1: That's Well, it's also a game that's got to be a flip, like, 25 and 15 game. Not like hey, hey flip.
0: Flip might be – um. <laughs> a step out of right now because he had what, 24 and 10 tonight. <laughs> so that was not a good game for <laughs> flip.
1: Ryan, just Last log off, too. you sleepy bastard. Just leave. <laughs> Ryan keeps oh, texting us. Like he's been texting us for like 15 minutes, being like, God, on falling <laughs> asleep here. Bro. Oh,
0: all right. Yeah, yeah. Let's wrap up, man. Oh, we already we, we had a one. <laughs> it's one, it's two, midnight. Man. What do
2: you want me to say? Yeah, Move <laughs> to a I gotta, I gotta, I specific wake
0: time up. zone, I, Ryan
2: nah i'm on Probably east the coast so i gotta
0: wake up at like seven um not my yeah. problem yeah that's 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 crazy i'm selfish. gonna throw a movie on, <laughs> I'm gonna throw
1: yeah. a movie on right now <laughs>
0: that's nasty yeah. Uh, yeah. so we appreciate y'all for joining uh i don't know if we'll be back we'll be back saturday i don't know we'll, just, we'll let you know
1: i mean i guess it depends how it goes possibly <laughs>
2: i might have something going on we'll see though
0: yeah, you always got something CBB, going on.
1: CBbanalytics.com, use the code CRAZY to get $40 off. And Home Field Apparel, use the code CRAZY uh, to get a discount on your clothes there as well. Support the podcast and get some cool stuff.
2: Leave us a like, uh, subscribe, whatever you call it. Like, subscribe, review. subscribe. Like, whatever the,
1: whatever share you're it. do. Yes.
2: Yeah. Tweet about it. we,
0: we the best. We're the best podcast on so Field of 68. Not gonna lie, I uh, appreciate y'all not for uh, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back later. Hopefully, do guest things together, uh, but we'll see. It's a long
2: season. It's a long season. Long season. season. Uh, long way to go. Y'all. Long way appreciate to go. School. See y'all.